So across my desk today, I got an article forwarded to me uh, from Variety.com, and it reads as a headline, CBS has a white problem, executive blast, toxic culture at network, and explosive letter, and it appears to be written by Whitney Davis. Uh, It says here that last year, CBS hired two white shoe law firms to conduct an independent investigation into alleged misconduct by then CEO Leslie Moonves, as well as broader cultural issues at CBS. Uh, Writing for Variety, Whitney Davis, a veteran of the company's news and entertainment divisions, describes how the investigation prompted her to reconsider her, her nearly decade and a half career at CBS. So the article continues with, in February, I decided to part ways with CBS, the corporation where I began my media career and most recently served as a director of entertainment of diversity and inclusion. Last fall, when sexual misconduct allegations against then-CEO Leslie Moonves prompted an outside investigation into the CBS workplace culture, I assumed that all forms of discrimination would be delved into. The attorneys I spoke with did not lead me to believe otherwise. I was eager to tell my story and grateful that two independent law firms were brought in to conduct interviews with several hundred employees. By sharing my experience, I hope to shed desperately needed light on the truth that CBS, sadly, doesn't value a diverse workplace. After an initial review with one investigator, I talked to six attorneys from both firms, detailing my experience at the company. In that heart-wrenching two-hour interview, I talked about a workplace fraught with systematic racism, discrimination, and sexual harassment. My understanding was that there would be follow-up and long-awaited reforms as their discovery continued. Yet I heard nothing again from investigators and soon saw that their report had been leaked to the media before the broad Uh, board had reviewed its findings. I immediately called the CBS investigation hotline, which via a recorded message told me to inquire. Inquiry was now closed. It was then that I realized I had long tried to ignore that CBS had a white problem. And so the article continues on and on of some really good stuff here. Uh, For example, let's pick up later on in the article. It says here, Uh, In September 2013, I sat down with the head of current programming to express my interest in joining his team. I was told that there were no manager positions available. Shortly thereafter, a less experienced white male was hired into a manager role. He continues to rise within CBS to this day. I am grateful that I led the opportunity to participate in an emerging creative leadership experience. I learned a lot and I worked hard, but I wasn't as lucky as my two colleagues who were offered creative positions within CBS. It was made clear at the end of the program that I would not be offered a creative role. None of my colleagues was surprised. If if there was no shared outrage about the white problem, how would it ever change? Is it, you know, this is a very telling article, very telling uh, piece of work. I definitely would encourage you to go to Variety.com, check out this article. Uh, CBS has a white problem. I want to give you, you know, a little bit of my my take, but I do want to read the response from CBS uh, at the bottom of this article. In response to the claims made in Whitney Davis's letter, a CBS spokesperson provided the following statement to Variety. 
During her time at CBS, Whitney was a valued team member of the news and entertainment divisions. She was selected for a management training program, prompted several times, promoted several times, and was given high-profile assignments. While we disagree with some statements in Whitney's story, we take all employee concerns seriously and remain committed to improving the workplace experience for everyone. CBS leadership has made strengthening our culture a top priority. Over the past several months, we have announced plans to devote considerable resources to critical areas such as ethics, compliance, diversity, and inclusion, and human resources, including creating a centralized employee relations function to respond to workplace issues. Employees are, are, CB, employees are CBS's more, most important resource, and providing them with a safe, fair, inclusive, and positive work environment is paramount to our continued success. Independent from CBS and one other, Glenn Gaylor and Peter Golden each provided a response. So you can definitely go to the article and read that. Uh, former CBS News executive Bill Fleming could not be reached for comment despite multiple attempts. I think this is a very eye-opening conversation that even with someone who obviously has experience uh, with diversity and inclusion, CBS is still hiding behind diversity and inclusion as, you know, their reasoning for why this isn't necessarily true. But this person is experienced in that area. So it would leave you to believe like, hey, what is going on here? So this story was picked up originally and it was brought to my attention by uh, shadowandact.com, one of my favorite resources uh, in the game, Shadow and Act. Dot com. Please check them out. Uh, they brought me to this story, and I appreciate everything that they do on a daily basis. And so now I want to give a little bit of uh, my take um, dealing with uh, CBS. So let's let's dive into this. This report from Yahoo Finance back in 2013 talks about the media and different things that they own. And and so I'm looking at a report and it says uh, media ownership powerhouses. In 1983, 90% of American media was owned by 50 companies. I'll repeat that again. In 1983, 90% of American media was owned by 50 companies. In 2011, that same 90% was controlled by just five companies. What are those five companies? Those five companies are Comcast with revenues at $68.0 billion. Yes, I said billion. Comcast, $68.0 billion. Total brands that Comcast owns is uh, 160. Key brands that Comcast owns is uh, NBC, Universal, Comcast, Sportsnet, MSNBC, USA Network, and Telemundo. Next, the Walt Disney Company, uh, $48.8 billion. Once again, this is back in 2013, so this may change some, and we also know that they've also acquired some from Fox as well, but let's just go with this graphic for now. Um, key brands that Walt Disney owns, ABC, ABC Family, ESPN, Disney Channel, Disney Parks, A&E, History, Lifetime, Pixar. 
Next is 21st Century Fox. Revenue, $32.6 billion. Total brands that they own is 28 uh, with 175 with News Corp. Uh, key brands, we're talking about Fox, Fox News, FX, National Geographic, 20th Century Fox, Fox Sports. And Time Warner, another player in this media game. Uh, revenues at $22.1 billion, total brands 350 and they have HBO, CNN, TBS, DNT, the CW Network, People, Entertainment uh, Weekly. And then finally, the, the matter at hand brings us to CBS. And CBS is a slash Viacom. And so they have $28.8 billion, total brands 330 on this list. This is back in 2011 or 2013. Uh, they own Showtime, CBS, Comedy Central, Nickelodeon, MTV, VH1, Paramount Pictures, almost 30 TV stations, and 110 radio stations. Now, why does this matter? Well, when you have an article where somebody is coming out as an executive and they're talking about CBS, I want you to understand where that trickles down to. We're talking about Showtime. By itself, it is a company. And that, that probably has a staff at Showtime. Just that group of people is a staff. CBS has a staff. Comedy Central has a staff. Nickelodeon has a staff. MTV has a staff. VH1, staff. Paramount Pictures, staff. Why does all that matter? Because at the top of, of this executive team, uh, top of this owner group, ownership group, uh, somebody is saying from a key executive level, hey, these people have a white people problem. I mean, this is what they're saying. I'm not saying this. This is what's being reported to me. And so that trickles down to all these different areas. And that basically trickles down into your programming as well. Pay attention to CBS, MTV, VH1. What type of programming are they putting out that may impact different cultures, especially the one that we're talking about today, which is black culture? It's, it would seem to me, it would seem that uh, a huge wake-up call would, 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 would hit you in your head. This person is saying, hey, there's a problem over here. We need to look over, over at this. This is something that's worth looking at. And you're just looking at, oh, it's just CBS. No, this is, this is one, one-third of an entire industry in media. Think about all the programming on, on Nickelodeon. That's a whole segment of people. Think about that. Nickelodeon itself. What age groups do Nickel, does Nickelodeon uh, focus on? You know, they have Teen Nick. But for the most part, let's see what the age groups are. Nickelodeon age groups. Let's pull it up. Why does this matter? Because I want you to see exactly who's being targeted with these executive staffs. Nickelodeon, uh, Nick, Nick.com became the highest rated website amongst children 6 to 14. So <laughs> you grow up and the first thing you do when you get a certain age is you start looking at Disney Channel, you start looking at Nickelodeon. 
Well, the, the key decisions that are being made up in that office, up in that high castle, there are these people in these high castles that make all these decisions and it trickles down into society. So not only do we have Nickelodeon uh, impacting 6 to 14, but then you have MTV. And that's a, 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 a bigger audience as far as age. So now we're in the 18 to 34 demo. Showtime, premium channels. So now you're in a little bit of an older demo. And a class demo, because now Showtime is premium, so you're paying extra money. Usually a certain type of person pays extra money for content. Comedy Central, a whole nother crowd of people. And so that could impact the different type of comedians who are showing up uh, on stage. Is there fair diversity that's trickling down to the actual talent that is coming on stage? Do you remember a few months ago they were talking about how CBS didn't have any black news news reporters? Let's pull that up. And, and so there, when there's smoke, there's fire. And at some point, if we're going to really take this thing serious, we're going to have to decide well, who are we giving our dollars to? Who are we giving our dollars to? I think that's important. I think that's very important. So CBS, Black Reporters, I want to look at that story. It must have been about two months ago. It must have been about two months ago where it said that CBS had no black reporters on a presidential campaign. And it was it was very alarming. <laughs> I mean, when you see the picture, it's like, what is going on here? All right, here it is. January 13th, 2019. This is from TheRoot.com. Shout out to Jay Connor. Uh, CBS News just announced their team of journalists covering the 2020 election. Guess how many of them aren't black? It's not exactly a secret that our country is in turmoil. As our social uh, pathic liar-in-chief descends further into lunacy with each passing day, there are hundreds of thousands of federal workers who remain unpaid. So this is during the time uh, that the government was shut down. And so there's a full article here and a picture. And yes, there's, you know, people of color, but there's nobody black. And see, what they do is they throw in people of color so then you can never say, well, something's wrong. So that same day, that's when Kerry Washington said, Dear CBS News, I'm encouraged by I'm encouraged by the diversity you did include, but when it comes time to discuss the inevitable role that race and racism will play in the election, who will you turn to for a perspective with nuance and personal understanding of the African American experience? Uh Alexandra uh Ocasio Cortez, AOC. This White House administration, this is her tweet when she's heard about this uh in January. This White House administration has made having a functional understanding of race in America one of the most important core competencies for a political journalist to have. Yet CBS News hasn't assigned a single black journalist to cover the 2020 election. It's unacceptable in 2019. Try again. And so thank goodness for people speaking up. And people are saying, this is a disgrace. You know, what are you doing? And and I I haven't heard anything since then that 
you know, what has been done. I saw another person, Shanita Hubert. If only this country had a national association of black journalists that could help outlets find quality, qualified black journalists. Oh, wait. <laughs> I mean, this is this is pretty sad. And from what I've heard, I haven't heard anything that has said that anybody's ever been hired. If they have, I, it must have been swept underneath the rug. And so there is something going on here. And at some point, we're going to have to decide, are we going to give our money to CBS? Are we going to give our money to people where people are telling us from our culture something is wrong here? It's an alarm. The alarm is sounding off. And we're not paying any attention to this because there's programs that we like. There's MTV. There's Nickelodeon. There's Showtime. So what comes on Showtime? What is it that is tar- being targeted within Showtime currently? Because I would like to know, because what happens on the premium side dictates a lot. And guess what? The number one, one of the number one shows is right now for black culture is the shy. And so at what point do, does the shy say, hey, look. Uh, as being part of CBS, and by the way, uh, you know, sh- this is the shy is being ran by Lena Waithe, which we love and respect. At some point, we're going to need to put out a, a put out some type of correspondence that says we demand proper diversity and inclusion, not only in our programming, but our executive staffs, or we just need to move our content somewhere else. We need to stop giving our culture over to people who don't respect us. Move your content over somewhere else that respects diversity and inclusion, or we can do it ourselves. We can build it ourselves. We have our own streaming companies. We have our own uh, platforms that we can work on. At some point, we're going to have to take advantage of the fact that the technology is here for us to just build our own world. We have to stop relying on these other companies. And so where there's smoke, there's fire. So in January, they they announced their journalists, not a single black person. A few months later, uh, it was going to be addressed and uh, the top executive noticed things aren't being done correctly. She has left the company. From what I can tell, I don't know the full story with that. And so now, are we going to wait for a third time? Are we going to wait for a third time? The the company it was being investigated for diversity and inclusion, and the person from the inside told you there is no diversity or inclusion. She's telling you, and then they just say, "Uh, oh, she's wrong." We've done an investigation on ourselves and we're fine with who we are. And so you're still giving your black dollars over to CBS. You're still giving your attention over to CBS. If we came together collectively and said, well, we just won't watch anything underneath the Viacom umbrella. It would shut the whole thing down. But then... It makes me wonder, because when I start looking at the black equity of things and I start looking at Viacom, it makes me think of somebody who recently did a major deal there. 
Who could that be? Huh. It says here, uh, last year, that uh, Tyler Perry inks mega film and television deal with Viacom. Huh. Very interesting, Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry talks about his Viacom deal, keeping up production pace. Yeah, you can go to HollywoodReporter.com. This is a real story. I'm not making any of this up. There's going to be a major deal that he's doing with, I think it's already completed, with Viacom that will allow him to have access to, to multiple channels for his content, not just one channel. Uh, this is New York Times. Viacom signs Tyler Perry. This is a blow to Oprah Winfrey's network. Tyler Perry, uh, Viacom corporate. Let's see what this says. I mean, when you really peel this back, it's like, wait, all this is happening. They don't have diversity and inclusion, but then Tyler Perry is signing with them. Is Tyler Perry going to say anything or is he going to be silent again like he was with Monique? I mean, at what point are people going to start speaking up and stop letting money decide everything? When you look at, when you really look at this, it's, it, it reeks of a culture that doesn't value black lives and really... Did we ever really expect them to? Did we really? These people have shown who they, they are from the very beginning. And until we pull our black dollars away and say, well, we won't shop here anymore or we won't work with you anymore, then they'll just do whatever they want to do. And people in the community that want to make really great strategic deals will make the straight, the deals because it benefits their pocket. I'm not mad at Tyler. Make your money, man. Get it. But it just it is awkward. It is weird that this is happening. And are you going to say anything? Are you going to demand anything? Or I mean, what are you going to do? Hmm. You just collect your checks, right? Put your content out, and we'll just pretend like everything is okay. And because Tyler Perry is coming over, then it is diversity and inclusion. Because look at our token person here. But what about the executive staff? What about the people who work there every day who are telling us there's something going on here? I guess we're just going to ignore them. I guess, I guess once again, we're going to ignore when a black woman tells us, hey, there's something going on here. There's a white people problem. Wake up. Keep one eye open like CBS.